This show was made at Access Radio Taranaki in New Plymouth, thanks to New Zealand On Air. For more local content, search for accessradiotaranaki.com. African Girls welcomes you to shake your body to all the latest in throwback African tunes with a bit of Ziri Sister and DJ Vic Banter in the mix. Every Friday night on Access Radio Taranaki 104.4 FM. Your voice, your choice. Big thank you to the Ethnic Community Development Funds for supporting this show. But you got it This is Africa. This time for Africa. Yes, we're back. Mm. Why well, you're trying to think of what you say? Salmonani. Ebo. <laughs> Going back to Ebo. Anyway. <laughs> yes. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's start again. Salmonani. Moro. Moro. See, that was better. Yeah, that was better. (laughs) Yes, well, 3rd of March. Yeah, exciting. Yeah, I just want to kick off the show by saying uh, happy birthday to my nephew, Prince, in Zimbabwe, in Montare University. I don't know, what is it called, the unit? Montare, Africa University, you know that? Yeah, I think that's what it's called, yeah. Yeah, happy birthday, Prince. He's 20 now. Oh my, I'm getting old. Yeah, talking of Prince, <laughs> I won't say it on the radio because oh, you'll be too embarrassed. So, anyway, Prince, remember, I'm the one who toilet trained you. <laughs> so, well, to kick off the show, let's go start with a song. Yes, so we're going to start off with uh, Mr. Wizkid after that uh, revealing information by Auntie. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're listening, Prince, anyway. Hmm? <laughs> uh, yeah. On. Yeah, as usual, I don't know. Dr. Vic saving a fluke. <laughs> Another of those days again. Oh, so, never, well, yeah. It never seems to want to work, man. Hmm? Yes, I don't know. Well, hmm? still cool African groove. So, I was just talking about my nephew. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, when you talk about nephews, <laughs> I know I'm only start, I'm starting to laugh on my own. Yeah, just thinking about him. I remember I, I went to pick up Prince one day. He lived in Harare with his mom and dad. And um, his mom had said to me, Oh, 
how is this boy? Yeah, it's a bit of work. I think he needs to be away from us for a little bit. So I, I, I went off to Harare. So me and Prince were on the bus traveling to Gweru. So we sit next to this lady. So my, my nephew, he used to suck his thumb. <laughs> so what does he do? There's a lady sitting next to us. He's just about two, about, yeah, two years old. And there was, he was sitting in the middle. I was sitting right next to the window. And he was in the middle. And there was this lady sitting on the edge. And the lady, uh, you know, she was, uh, yeah, quite a strong lady, really, if you know what I mean. Because I'm, I'm not going to use those words like fat and stuff like that. Because my kids have said to me, you don't use those kind of words anymore. So she was quite a big lady, really. So there's my nephew now. He's sucking on his thumb. He puts out his hand. He closes his eyes. And then he starts massaging that lady's um. <laughs> you know, just on the bus of there, he was feeling it and he was sucking his thumb. Mm -hmm. And then feeling that lady on it. So this lady, she kept quiet for a bit. I never noticed it until this lady then at first says, Hey, I know you like to feel this flesh, young man, but I don't like it. So I said, Oh, what is he doing? And he said, Oh, he's just pressing on my bicep here and feeling it. Any luck, Dr. Vic? No, you just keep on talking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, this is quite embarrassing. Now. Oh, dear. Hmm? Oh, laughing here. Hmm? Yes. And that was my, my nephew, Prince. Yeah. So we used to laugh a lot. It got, you like feeling people's biceps quite a lot. But if you look at him, he's not a big boy. He's, he's quite muscly, eh? Yeah. Mm. It's quite muscly. Yeah. Yeah, just keep on talking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hmm? Okay. Since I've been allowed to talk, I'll, I'm I'm just going to mention something as well. The past week I've been away, having fun with my fair grandson, and uh, you know it's. It's so unusual sometimes, you know, to get really so attached to, to a dog, like a pup, especially in our African culture. Yeah, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, when I talk about it here in New Zealand, around here, everybody, oh, oh, they think it's really cool. But then when I start to talk about it with family and friends, um, back home, you know, like they say, oh, really? You spend so much time, you know, like with the dog and stuff like that. I said, yeah, I do. I really enjoy it, you know. And I actually feel sorry for our dogs back in Africa, you know, because I think they are quite neglected, yeah. Yeah, they are, actually. Compared to, I mean, <laughs> what goes on here, too. A dog is like a, a, a part of the family here, mm. a real part yeah. of the family. Mm? Yes, I think we do neglect our dogs, honestly. Mm -hmm. mm. I mean, you look at the way we feed them sometimes when people just throw the food to them like that. Yeah. And it goes right on the ground, 
on the dirty and then the dog has got to eat it you know like and you're just thinking oh do we really have to do that you know like outside and sometimes you know you see the dog has got to go and fend for itself mm. I, i've learned quite a lot this last um two two years nine months now because bronio will be three in may yeah you know like yeah, I was just having a dog in the family and stuff like that. I thought, oh, actually, they mean quite a lot. Mm, they're really cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, so we may have to compromise here and play music from another source. Hmm? Yeah, keep on talking. I'll find something to talk about. <laughs> You find something to talk about. <laughs> no, things, things are sorry, sorry, listeners. Things are not working to plan today. It seems that uh, our music is has gone walkabout, and um, I'll see what I can do. <laughs> oh dear, I, and and to top it all off now, I don't have my phone yet. <laughs> so Dr. Big seems to have some Fridays. Some, Fridays. some, some. Oh, well, hmm? I, I don't know. Yes, yeah, one other Friday, yeah. I'll just play some. We'll just try and get some music on it. And while we're playing the music, we'll see what we can do. Hmm? Yeah. Oh, yes. So I could, I could just continue talking about it.
Yeah, we're still Nexus Radio Taranagi 104.4 FM. Yeah, I'm sorry, our listeners. We're just using another fluke thing, yeah, with the technical. But we're still here. It's cool African grooves. Yes, Dr. Vegans and sister here. And um, as I was talking, I was just mentioning this stuff about, you know, like uh, the difference with um, having a dog here and um, having one in Africa. Yes. As you, I, as you know, we used to always, uh, all the dogs in uh, back home, mm. they've all got one name, Tada Bobby or Bingo. <laughs> yeah. Ah, you, you had Chama, eh? Cham, <laughs> Cham. Was uh, it Cham or Chama? Uh, I used to call him Chama. Mm. Huh? He was a real Chama. Uh, you know, once the Chama, he, uh, he disappeared from home for about four weeks. And he didn't even know where he'd gone to. And he used to do that a lot. Just disappear. Yeah. <laughs> and the one that beat me was Bobby, eh? Yeah, that was another Bobby. <laughs> I don't think Bobby liked you. <laughs> no. <laughs> mm-hmm. But then it was so funny. He did like me, but I was the only person who fed him. Well, <laughs> probably didn't feed him where he wanted to be fed. Hmm? Leftovers. <laughs> yeah. That's... Anyway, but then it's understandable when you think about it because we feed them leftovers most of the time here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We never buy dog food. I never actually saw anybody buy dog food. You don't buy dog food back home. Mm. Hmm? Every, everything, uh, every, like here, they've got um, they've got a green, green. Uh, compost bins is it the compost bins the ones mm. they throw out yeah no yeah you oh. all that food <laughs> yeah. all that food is dog food yes our bobbies will be so happy <laughs> they will be so happy yeah all, all that food is dog food mm. <laughs> yeah will be mm. and they don't keep your dogs inside the house uh. they all live outside well I, know. I don't know about now because I had my friend you know my friend Macy yeah yeah he's Stayed in the house. Yeah. What was his name again? Um, it is a funny name. Yeah. Oh, I can't remember now. Puppet. <laughs> oh, you know why it was called a puppet? It's because it used to stay in a handbag. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hmm? Puppet. Yeah, I got yeah. some 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 strange names. Because uh, uh, hmm? there's another friend of mine. His dog is called Doctor Barker. Uh, wow. Do you know where the signal is? That? Do you know why it's called Dr. Yeah. Barker? Why? Bark. <laughs> Dr. Barker? Yeah. Oh, I, saw, I thought you said Parker. No, no, no. Oh, Do- I probably Dr. should go to Specsaver now. Specsaver? No, oh. no, 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 no Specsaver. No Specsaver. I wanted to make you laugh. No anyway, Specsaver. So he's listening. I have got to go and have my ears tested here. Yeah. Audio. <laughs> what is it called? Huh? That audio place. Audio bay or whatever. Uh, audio bay. Yeah. And get your ears tested. Ears test. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I could go to Specs when you have my ears test. Nah. Do you think it will make any difference? Don't you have selective that, hearing? That would make them laugh. Yeah. So you got selective they hearing. They would actually jump the queue. <laughs> I'll just jump the queue. Actually, what did I say? I said they'll actually jump the queue. Yeah. For me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I say I've come to have my ears checked yeah. and speak safer. <laughs> then they'll know definitely this person is blind. They need glasses. Well, you know you can't. You, it's it's uh, another thing about uh, talking of of jumping the queue. 
You know, in some countries, that's deemed to be very, very no-go. Do you know that? Oh, right. Yeah, it's just, no, it's just part of their culture. Mm. Especially um, people in, uh, it's, a, it's a very, it's a very British habit that you don't jump queues. Did you know that? Where, where do we jump queues? <laughs> I, know, I know where we jump queues. Yeah, we hmm? jump queues. But uh, in, in, in some countries, you can't you can't jump a queue. It's just not in in your blood. Yeah, but but it's just not a good thing to do anyway. No, it's I not don't at think all. it's got anything to do with any. I don't think any country is something that's good to do. Jump the queue. Yeah. Jump a queue. Now it's it's uh, as they say it's it's sort of when you jump a queue you're sort of uh, disrespecting the person staying there because what if that person has been sitting on those uh, or in that queue for the past couple of hours. But do you remember when you were, if when you if you went out I remember exams would go queuing for a bus or a combi mm-hmm. and then. Uh, you know, these boys, they'll come and they'll jump the queue, they push everybody away, and then on the bus. You've seen that, eh? Yeah. No, because it's a rough way of doing it. It's never, there's no general way of doing it. It's kind of very rough and, you know, very forceful. Yeah. So I don't know what it means. Does it mean we have music now? Why, why is that? <laughs> <laughs> now the music is, is, is your voice today, of Really? Yeah, it really is. Yeah, that uh, the music is is actually decided to take a break for some reason or other, and uh, <laughs> we're still working on the technical issues. Wow, <laughs> that is something else. So can you? So talk? it's cool African yeah. groove playing music. Cheryl. <laughs> playing Cheryl. Yes. Oh, now I'm suffering for saying your voice. <laughs> Zoe Sister's Choice. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, that's kind of interesting. You'll still try and do something about it. So hopefully he might be able to do something. Oh, so you tell me. How come we don't like to dress in white? Because I think we kind of look nice in white. eh? It's cooler. Dressing in white? Yeah. Yeah. You are wearing white today. That's because, well, you wear white when it's hot. You wear <laughs> it. It's it, it, uh, it's actually scientific to wear white. Why? Boy, it reflects the light. It reflects the light, keeps you cooler. Mm. Black absorbs light, keeps you warmer. Uh, so ideally, black is good in winter. Yeah. No. Mm. Why is that? I said ideally, because you said because white it reflects, black absorbs. No, white is just a happy color. Mm. So when you wear it in summer, when the weather's good, it just reflects happiness. Really? Yes. That's why if you, you go. You said it before. What? Yeah, it's a cooler color. You don't. Would you? Would you? Would you wear? For but what? I can wear the, some a black cotton top, can I? Yeah, but I would can. you? Would you wear white yeah. to say a funeral? You wouldn't wear white at a funeral. Would you? You can. You can. Mm. But it's not an appropriate colour. Who says? Yeah, it's just out of it's it's just like the queuing thing. It's just what people understand <laughs> that you need <laughs> that, to. You that need. makes me. You just reminded me something. 
how you talking about you know like I, uh, how people dress and stuff like I remember when I first initially when I came to New Zealand and uh, I, I was in Wellington yeah and I remember actually giving you a call or uh, giving you a call and I said oh how I, I don't think I'm, I'm going to live here and you said to me why and I said oh the people around here they attended a lot of funerals you know and you said, why? I said, because they're always dressed in black. <laughs> I'd never seen people wear so much black until I came to New Zealand. You know that? No. Honestly, because I'd never. Tell me where. In Zims, how often do you wear black? In funeral? Yes, you see. So we've always oh. identified black with funerals. They come. So if you saw people, so many people wearing black, you just straight away say, oh, probably there's a funeral somewhere. But here you've got all blacks. Mm. Oh, mm? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's cool. So here you've got the all blacks, and um, and it's... Well, you know, having that, having that, uh, like, when you see, the, when you see the, the, like the football teams or the sports teams here, it's... It sort of uh, identifies with New Zealand. That's why they got all the teams just wear black. Uh, uh, yeah, black, no, it's just of color. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I'm, I'm, I'm not disputing that. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying um, it's just one color which is used quite a lot in New Zealand. It's just the black color. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's hard for you to talk for this. I can talk for a whole hour if you want me to. Yeah, I'm sure you can. Yeah. <laughs> it's just that sometimes when you're flying around um, yeah, music dead. and stuff like, yeah. But then yeah, I come from a medical background and I, I know about um, improvisation. So school is just when you're trying to talk to Dr. Vic, he's also busy. And um, oh, good announcement! Now we have the multi-ethnic um, extravagance tomorrow in New Plymouth. Exciting, yes. And I'm kind of looking forward to seeing, you know, like um, the clothes people wear. Because remember, we're talking about um, you know, like colors of clothes and stuff like that. And have you ever been to a multi-ethnic? Um, extravagant. Yeah, I mean, I went to. Oh no, this would be the. Oh, no, I had been one. Do you remember before COVID, it was there. Yes, no, but we went to. We went to. We went to one. It was. Um, but that was a long time ago. When was. When was the last one? About three years ago, maybe four. Yeah, but what do you think of it? No, it's a I good mean, thing. Because uh, apparently they have. Um, um, they actually have a competition there, which people won't realize it. They want they have to vote for the best dressed huh? group. Yeah. There. I love most of the Indian artists. They're so beautiful and so colorful. And I mean, most of the um, events I've attended uh, for the extravaganza. Oh. I've seen really beautiful outfits. Mm. Mm. 
really, really beautiful. Yeah, I think you're gonna, you're gonna, if whoever's going there tomorrow, you'll see some, uh, some like mm-hmm. stuff, and the food is also. Oh, yeah, yeah, you can eat some. Exactly. You can you can taste uh, a lot of food and try a lot of uh, products from the ethnic community here in Taranaki. It's gonna be good. Yeah. For those of you who haven't been there before, I mean, it's uh, if you got time tomorrow, it's a, it's a good. It'll be a good outing. Yeah. Hmm? It's a fit, is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like a fit. Hmm? Yeah, because. Yeah, we're just—I just mentioned the fete, and I don't think my kids remember that. They never been to a one when we were back in Zams. Yeah. Fete, and you spell it F-E-T-E. Yeah, that's a fete. Yeah, that's, that's a fete. That's, eh? that's how you spell it. Yeah. Yeah. We used to have that all the time, eh? Mm-hmm. Every year. People would dress up. I <laughs> know that we do a lot of dressing up, really. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then we, it's a whole big gathering of different nationalities as well, and um, you know, groups and you know, so much fun and with music played. And you didn't buy the food, I remember the food was free, eh? Yeah, the food was free. Yeah, food was free. Yeah. So I remember we used to look forward to that uh, get together, you know, for the fit. The only thing you used to buy was alcohol, and that's when. No, I think you used to sneak alcohol in. Uh, yeah, but they <laughs> sold it around, go beer and stuff like that. Was where they made their money. Yeah. Mm. Because I think it was a government-run um, festival. Nah, originally run by the council. Oh yeah, councils. Uh, yes. The council. It was. Uh, it was something that uh, the town council used to run. So it'll be just like a smaller version of of, uh, of what's happening tomorrow, but it used to be done every couple of months. No, we used to have it once a year. Once a year? Mm-hmm. I don't know, I never went to one. I just knew they were there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was about to say that. I said, oh, did you ever attend one? Because no, I never attended one. Why not? I don't know. I don't know why. It make me laugh now. Hmm? Because if you look the other side of town, you didn't know what was happening. No, I did know. Okay. Oh, mm. here we go. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> eh? yeah. No, no, it was quite cool. Uh. Yeah, it was really cool. We enjoyed it, actually. Uh. Yeah. Because it used, you, you, that time it used to happen quite a lot in the, you know, like, uh, how do you call them? High-density areas here. Yeah? Yep. Mm. Where people of uh, low income live. No, that wasn't, yes. wasn't low income. Wasn't. Yeah, at that time. That I don't know if they're still having fates now. Because, yeah, that time we used to. Did we ever have a fate in Ascot? In Ascot? Yeah, Ascot Stadium. I don't know, because I never went to one. Oh. <laughs> 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 hmm? Okay. Yeah, because I, I know we used to have a fete in, in Koba, where I grew up, because a lot of people used to come from everywhere. I wonder why you didn't come, yeah. why you never attended one, because a lot of the school kids, is, oh, you're never a school kid. I was never a school kid. Than. What do you mean I was never a school kid? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I was just joking anyway. I'm just pulling Dr. Vic's leg here. Huh? Yes. While he tries to, are we luck in any luck? Nah, we're just gonna have to talk the whole show today. 
it's a it's a show of a different hmm? yeah a real different hmm? <laughs> hmm? we get we can actually sing <laughs> what are you gonna sing <laughs> oh, we can actually sing and then uh, if any listener is listening to me you tell me should i go for new zealand has got talent or not or should dr vic go for it you sing first <laughs> I don't know anything to do. If you think of a song, huh? any particular Afrobeat song, or your own song. My own song? Mm. Well, nah, I've actually had a, 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 a mind block. <laughs> hmm? Well, I'll make it easy for you. Give us a joke then. <laughs> because you can give us one long joke that can last 30 minutes. No, nah, it won't even last 30 minutes. No. Mm. You see, you put me in the spot now. Just keep on talking, and I'll think of a joke. And then I, that will at least that will take a, a few minutes off off the time. Mm. Okay, so I'll keep on talking, like I was telling. Okay, I'll tell you a little bit about the fit because yeah. you said you didn't know much about it. Yeah, I keep on talking. About yeah, fits usually they used to happen when I was growing up on a Saturday, and like we had said, um, this way usually um, hosted by the council and uh, it was a free event we didn't pay anything we just went in and uh, you know the food was free so much food to be be skilled and ooh, the place used to smell of just delicious stuff you know the only thing that was sold there I remember was alcohol and uh, drinks you know, like fizzy drinks and stuff. But uh, most of us, we went there for, for the food. And uh, if you're lucky, you'd have a relative or a friend who can go and buy the opaque beer. What's opaque beer? Opaque beer is a uh, uh, It's made from, uh, what's it made from? Yeast. Ye- oh, ah. all alcohol is made from yeast? Yeast uh, makes the alcohol. See, but then what sugar. makes opaque beer unique? What makes it unique? Um, that is made in seven days. <laughs> <laughs> no, the one you saw in thing in the breweries. Yeah. The one from the breweries, seven days. Yeah, it takes seven days. It's just a, it's the same as the one that you make at home. It's a commercialized moonshine. <laughs> ah, wow! Hmm? I didn't know that. I thought with them having the machines, like go beer, chibuku, you know. I'm talking about umkomboti for those who know wa masese, dulule masese, you know. Because what you make the porridge, so in the brewery they also do that. Is it from cooking porridge as well? No, no, no. What you do is that um, you mix a lot of sugar with yeast. And you add that, uh, that, uh, what's it called? Like when they're making beer here, you add barley, you add uh, sugar, and you add yeast. Yeasty, what's yeasty? Yeasty is you. No, no, yeast is not zero. Zero is what you need when. So what is zero in English? Zero. <laughs> yes. It's uh, barley. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you put the barley, for those of you who know how to make beer anyway, 
there's barley, there's uh, also sugar and the yeast because the yeast feeds on the sugar and the barley to produce alcohol, I think. So when we're making the opaque beer, yeah, you chuck yeast in there. In the what? In the porridge? Well, my hill. Yeah, because that's what I'm thinking. Because when I grew up, when we used to make that. Yeah. Yes. Because I, I remember it was, you make the porridge. Yeah. This is from your corn. Yeah, corn meal, eh? Ground corn meal. Yes. So you make that porridge. And usually it's always made uh you when you're making that you have to have a big fire and it's done outside for some reason you can never make a uh, seven days uh <laughs> or pig beer inside a house because they use really big drums you know to make that so you you make your porridge and then after the porridge, when the porridge is ready now, you still have some hot water running on the other side. So you pour in some water into that porridge, and then you take your barley, which Dr. Vic said, which is Yeah. So you add that. Yes. And then the thing is, you've got a very big spoon, so you keep stirring and mixing the whole stuff. Because you need a whole lot of fire there. Your fire is going to be big and strong. Yeah. Mm. And then you cover it. And then leave it to boil. Kukwata. What is kukwata? Leave it to boil. Exactly <laughs> what you said. Mm. Yes, I thought, oh, maybe. Because there's a difference between kukwata and simmering. Eh? Boiling and simmer. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, it's the same thing. It's the same. Yeah, you let it boil. Quarter. Yeah. That's what quarter means. Yes. Because initially it's at very high heat. And then after that, you start limiting your heat and making it and reduce it. Mm-hmm. So when you reduce it now, you add some more. Actually, you add cold water into it. Yeah. Yeah. And then you. You stir it until until it becomes alcoholic, and then you yes, leave you it. Mix it again. And then you leave it for seven days. And then after that, now you take it off the fire, you cover it up, mm-hmm. because what we need now, what makes it go sour? When it's made into alcohol, when the al- the yeast starts producing alcohol. Yes, and the best way to have it happen fast is by making sure you put it in a dark place here. Yeah, dark, well, that's cool all, all, place. Al- all alcohol, that's what you want to do. You want to put it in a dark place, nice and warm. It's got to be warm, though, because if it's cold, the yeast dies. Is it warm? Yes. Oh, the, yeah. uh, or is that, no, because what I'm thinking of is we used to cover it with, um, you know, like old sacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's the blanket. So you keep it in a dark place, mm. and you keep the you got to keep the temperature quite warm mm. for for you to so that uh, like even when I'm making when you're making the ordinary beer, remember I've made some before, mm-hmm. and you need to keep it at uh, at the right temperature because if it's too cold or it's too hot, the yeast dies, then you got no more beer. Mm. 
So every day you keep on opening it. It said, you know, like at certain times, but it should always be at the same time where you uncover it and then you check. So they test it. And then if it's not ready, then you mix it and then you add more barley in it, into it again. And then you cover it up again. At the end of seven days, you, you know, like every day when you are opening it, the first thing before you open, I remember I used to see the elders, they'll put their ear next to the drum like that. <laughs> Why are they doing that? Just to well, listen. Hmm? So I used to ask, why do you do that? And they'll say to me, come and listen. So I'd put my ear there and me try to listen and I couldn't hear anything. And I'd say to them, I can't hear anything. And then they'll say, oh, it's not ready yet then. Which <laughs> 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 was so funny. Until my grandfather said to me one time, he says, no, no. You know what happens? When they do that, they have this thing which they think by putting their ears there and they listen, they could actually hear, you know, like when, when the barley is starting to cook, when it's becoming sour, they say it makes that hissing sound. Is so it you true? know, you know what that is? Uh-huh. It's, it's not the hissing sound. Uh-huh. It's the, it's the gas coming from the, from, from the, from the yeast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the bubbles, blah, blah, blah. You can see it bubbling. And that is why, like when you when you make alcohol, uh, uh, sometimes when you bottle the beer and then pack it away, you need to, uh, if you, after a couple of weeks when you take it out, they, you be careful when you open it because it can pop, mm. because it's full of uh, carbon dioxide. Carbon dioxide. Is yeah. it carbon dioxide? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what the byproduct of the yeast. So imagine if your bottle is full of carbon dioxide and you pop it just got so that was what was happening when those when the when they were saying they were listening to the beer, they were really listening to the beer. <laughs> yeah. Hmm? So on day three, that's when they get those big sieves. You know, you know, like a sieve. Oh, actually it's like it's actually it, a sieve. It is a sieve. It's a filter. Yeah. And then they take out the Yes, the excess uh, barrier. Yeah. Mm. So that's when they start taking out the excess barley now. So from day three, you only start doing that on day three. Yeah. Mm. So from day three, you start doing that. Day four, day five, day six, day seven. It's now ready to drink. Yeah. Mm. And that's why it's called seven day. Yeah. And some people call it moonshine. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. Who calls it moonshine? Uh, people in the, in the States and things like that. But theirs is like, they call, they make, the, it's called moonshine because it's made under the cover of darkness. It's illegal. Mm. So it's moonshine. Oh. But that's, that's, that's hard liquor. Mm. Like, uh, like really hard liquor. Mm. It'll, It'll take away all your teeth. (laughs) Because when I'm thinking, when I think about Chubuku right now, I'd never been to a brewery. I think it would be interesting to go there and see what they actually do. 
a brewery, mm. they do the same thing in a larger scale. It's like any brewery. Wow. They've just got lots of tanks, mm. lots of taps. Yeah, but <laughs> so you still seven days as well. No, 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 no. Or it no, might no, be no, shorter no. and... No, like, right, like when they make beer now, uh, it all depends on what type of beer they're making. Some beers need to take need to take longer, because right now there are so many types of beers. And yeah, the, these are the, clear ones, but the opaque ones. Yes, so, well, the opaque ones, uh, well, I think they've just got one formula. Mm-hmm. They make, uh, they do the process uh, one weekend, but next weekend it should be done. Because it's got a lot of, uh, in fact, because that, that beer is, is, is accessible in terms of uh, money-wise to mm-hmm. uh, everybody uh, of low income, so, and it's very popular. Yeah. Plus, they used to call it food and drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's so filling. So it's uh, really filling. So the other version of that is Guinness, or mm-hmm. Stout. Is it a thing? Yeah. Yeah, because that's really filling. Because if it, th- it, I was going to ask you a question now that you'd say that, I was going to say to you, what's so? What's the difference between my hair and nothing? Nothing. Nothing. My so hair, my hair so just, with my, my hair, you're actually giving children alcohol. No, no, no. My hair just doesn't. It's, they, they don't add yeast to it to make it into alcohol. Because once you add yeast, it be, it'll develop into alcohol. Mm-hmm. So my hair is just, um, it's just a drink. It's like a kombucha. Uh-huh. You know kombucha? That's not alcohol. I used to think it was alcohol. You know, I used to think kombucha. Is it kombucha? What's it called? Kom- kom- kombucha. Kombucha. Mm. I used to think it was alcohol. Mm. Hmm? It's not. No, it's not alcohol. What is it? It's just a drink. Healthy drink, is it? No, that's what they say. There's lot, <laughs> lots of healthy stuff. There's, there's some, you don't know what to believe, what not to believe. Mm. It's, uh, if everything was, if we took everything into consideration these days, Everything is unhealthy for us. Hmm? Mm. Yeah, drink too much tea, unhealthy. Drink too much water, it's unhealthy. Eat too much of this, it's unhealthy. Eat too little of this, it's unhealthy. So you don't even know. So you may as well just eat. No, what it just means is you just do everything in moderation. Is everything in moderation? Mm -hmm. Like what? Everything. Hmm? Eating. Eating in moderation. Uh, I could, I could. <laughs> that wouldn't work for me. Me, I, if no, I, I mean your diet I, is to, to be moderate. Wh- whatever you take, I think. Wh- what's the point? I mean, this is my own personal view. Anyway, when it comes to all these things, I say to myself, I said, okay, fine. I can say, um, I don't want to eat meat or I don't want to eat um, what is it? Other stuff. Uh, veggies. Yes. But then, if you don't do it in this lifetime, when else would you do it? Well, else am I going to do this it? This is me. This is what I always say to myself. I said, oh, okay, fine. For me to live and enjoy my life, I just have to do everything in moderation. No. I'll eat a little bit of meat. I'll eat a little bit of veggies. You know, that is why people travel the world. A lot of people, we're mistaken, right? Thing that they say, oh, I'm traveling the world because I want to see this. You know why? A lot of people travel the world. They want to taste the cuisine 
of as many countries as possible okay so you go to you go to china or you go to america and you go to so 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 every place you want to you want to eat something that's specific to that area so if you go to italy you just want to eat pasta well me actually could could go there forever and eat pasta every day for the rest of my life because mm, we know you love pasta no? uh, pasta i love pasta. yes and i don't like it that's <laughs> i don't well we go they, they we got to have a lot of things that are, are different one doesn't like the other i like well like, you like you like you like uh, okra yes. which is dairy <laughs> that stuff is disgusting <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah oh no it's beautiful yeah. oh it's so nice man it's just you you, you don't yeah. like it yeah. i wish i could learn how to actually make it and then i will annoy dr vick and make okra all the time i love it you make it with bicarb i know how to make it no but then you need to know how much of bicarb to eat mm. yeah because i've seen uh margaret do it from ghana yeah. She doesn't even put bike up. Well, I suppose. Uh, and then she keeps staring at. No, it's because she grew up. She grew up uh, <coughs> making it, so it's pretty mm-hmm. simple for them. Just like, um, you grew up cooking salsa or cooking rice, you can make it easy. If you grew up, if you. How do you make rice? How do I make rice? Uh-huh. With difficulty. <laughs> You'd be surprised two cups, there are different ways of making rice. Two cups, mm. two cups of rice, four cups of water. Or the easiest way, rice cooker. Buy a rice cooker. <laughs> which is yeah. which is which is the easiest way. Yeah, talking of which we got a, um I won it at a competition, a big bag of um jasmine rice. Took it home. We've always bought basmat or long grain and stuff. So this one. Oh, what a struggle. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> now, you know well, what? You know what spoiled yeah. me? Mm. I was spoiled by, um, by the rice cooker. Because I used to be able to cook rice yeah. to perfection. I could cook mm. it even better than you. Was that right? Yes. Yeah, and yeah now, that's why when uh, and I, now, I got the adjustment, I said, oh, fine, it's okay. Dr. Vic's going to be making it for us because we didn't have the rice cooker. Yeah, and that was, uh, that was, a, was it a 10 kg packet? Yeah. Well, 5 kg <laughs> went into the bin. Yes, I kept on, I kept time to, era. I kept on getting it wrong. Mm. I said, uh, technology has spoiled me. Why well, I minute mean, you wash it in very cold water? No, I never used to wash it. Mm. I never used to wash it. Well, I used to rinse it out, mm. and then I would I I was so good at it. I could I could just 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 by looking at it, I knew how much water, how much rice, and then bah, just close it. Bah. <laughs> so Perfect you, rice. You didn't wash it. You rinsed it. <clears throat> What's the difference? Uh, okay, I washed it. <laughs> sure. Washed it, rinsed it, whatever. Oh, okay, in, that's in cold water, yeah. Uh, yeah, I should do everything in cold water. You're supposed to do it in hot water. No, water? I'm, I'm, I'm not disputing. I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to learn how to cook rice from you. Are you putting me in the spot here? 
Because you you used always cooked our rice for us. Anyway, so like I said, I got so spoiled using um, the rice cooker, and I totally forgot how to cook it on the stove. Totally. Well, you know, some people they cook it in the microwave. They cook everything yeah. in the microwave. Yeah. I don't think it comes out well if you cook it in the microwave. No, it's just you knowing how much water to put into it. And mm. then again, you have to know the quality of your rice. They said you can also cook it in a slow cooker. Mm-hmm. But that's going to be... Slow gonna cookers, what did we used to do? We did eat rice, but we still could make proper rice. And like what you said, oh... We got really spoiled and we started using cook- uh, technology to spoil, spoil a lot of people. Cooker. And then uh, we wasted so much nice jasmine rice. Well, it's mm. because of technology. Technology has has eroded some of the skills that we got when we were young. Like, can you still iron? Mm. Yeah, Me. you can iron. Yeah, oh, sure, yes, she I can iron, iron, but uh, I can't iron. I love iron. Uh, we know somebody who doesn't iron. Full stop. Not mentioning names. <laughs> hmm? Yes. You, when you do your laundry, you you're supposed to shake, shake it. Shake it. Like that. And then uh, put the stuff on the wash line. And then from there, you shake them again and then you press them using your hand and then you fold. That is what my son told me. You know what I saw yesterday on TV? Hmm. I saw a certain uh, food food outlet a shop advertising that if you bought a certain hamburger, it was so hot you could iron your clothes with it. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good analogy, right? It, yeah. This 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 hamburger is so hot that you can iron your clothes with it. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Oh well, that's <laughs> so funny. And then speaking of which, I'm going to ask Doctor Vix a question. I had my hair cut yesterday for the first time. I've never been to a barber, and I had my son cut my hair. He cut my hair. So Kiki says to me, oh, you know, like, Mom, I can actually tell you've never been to the barber because you know, like, how you've got to have your head in a certain position, hold it in another position, move it that way, that way, that way, don't move it, stuff like. And then he said to me, this is the question I'm going to ask Dr. Vick right now is, who do you trust the most, your baba or your wife? What, to cut my hair? Just a question. Yes, I trust cool. you. But you, you know what she did once? A very true story. Cutting my hair, I got <laughs> to say, and then she sneezed. And you know what happened there? Big chunk of hair came out. Look. Yes, that was the time when you But had anyway, me... You, you don't have to worry about. You trust your barber. You don't have to worry about me because I don't have any hair anyway. Mm. So it's just a clean shave, clean shave completely. And I have hardly ever gone in my whole life. I've probably gone to the barbers five times. Mm. I've never gone to the barber. Yeah, I didn't go. You know, my yeah. my dad used to cut my hair when I was mm. uh, when I was very young. That was who used to cut my hair, and his his. Uh, his cutting of hair was like almost everything off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, no. it was easy that almost way. Almost, it wasn't even, I don't even think it was a skill. Did he <laughs> use the razor blade? No, 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 just, uh, just cut, 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 cut until it was so small. 
And this was like, when I, when we used to stay in Scotland, it was freezing cold. Uh, I go to school with very short hair. Yeah. But I did have a, I remember my hair grew quite, quite, quite much. I think that the most hair I had was when we got married. Remember? Mm. And my and my grandmother and my mom, they wanted me to get a haircut. I said, no, look, I'm not cutting my hair. This hair is taking me so long to grow it. And he said, oh, well, you need to cut your hair. It's your wedding day. I said, okay, no problem. It's either the hair or the wedding. Which one do you want? <laughs> yeah, but then I saw that one, that one. Because I'm the one who ended up cutting your hair. Yeah, yes. that was. So that I was ended up becomes... cutting. He had to come to me. Mm-hmm. And then I said, And then I had to cut his hair. What? Yeah, it was the could, night before the wedding, eh? Could, or was it in the morning? I you had tortured me. You know how long it took me to grow that hair? Yeah, you, I know. I remember you complaining. Oh, and stuff like you know what? And then I said, It's your wedding. You have to look. No, no, no. I was. You know what? Now. In this day and age, that would look quite stylish. Sort of hair popping like that. <laughs> that was that's now that's now a trend that I had 30 years ago. And can you imagine now people are calling it a trend. Me, I just everybody just said it was untidy, but I looked. I think I looked alright. Obviously, you did. Yeah. You wouldn't have said yes because I proposed to you when my hair was like that. <laughs> I'm sitting here, Goshi, and I'm just <laughs> trying to f- remember how it should look like when you had hair. <laughs> it's been a while. Well, yeah, uh, yeah, I haven't had hair for ages, man. Yeah. Now I've just got a, I've got a what we call a, a landing strip on my head, which starts from my forehead and ends at the back of my neck. Yes, and remember, it's still cool African grooves. FM. A show with a difference today. Yes. And I I, I think it's been good actually just talking because most of the time we hide behind the music. Yeah. And um, just learning how to improvise because, yeah, you prepare for the show and then something happens and, yeah. Well, it kind of shows that uh, you need to be prepared for anything. And um, we want to give you <laughs> a show. We just want you, you. I'm sure you you like hearing our voices anyway. Sometimes you say, "Oh, the music's too much." Da, 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 da. But anyway, we give you a whole hour of talking today, and we told you a lot of stories. Yeah, and, it, hmm? and it's kind of funny. Yeah. What's that? When you have to talk, when you're given a chance to talk live. Yeah, but we and did that. We did that. Oh, yeah, because you know we could, think one hour is just too little. No, it's it's, it's not really. But then be, I would just realize, oh wow. Yeah, because we sometimes we can talk the whole day. So what's the difference? There's only difference is that the only difference is that the microphone in front of you. <laughs> we'll be talking right now. We're gonna talk anyway. As soon as we get home, we'll open a bottle of wine and then we'll talk till two in the morning. So it'll just be the same. And when yeah. you talk to your when you talk to to your mom. These two talk for like four hours. And when she talks to my daughter, they talk for another four hours. So they can talk. It's funny that the women can talk. You guys can talk on a Tuesday for four hours. And you talk a, you talk on next, next day Tuesday. for another four hours. You talk on Thursday oh, for four hours. Oh, with I, only, I talk to mom on a Tuesday. 
Yeah, but and then I wait another week. She'll be collecting all the stories, and oh. you know, like with elderly people, they want to tell you everything. Oh, you know what? The stove is broken. She's not going to go straight away and tell you the stove is broken. She's going to tell you when I woke up, and um, all the stories. I made the bed, <laughs> and um, you know, and then. Just before I go to the kitchen, this one knocked, and I'm just wondering what they want. You know, like mom's stories. <laughs> That's why when I was growing up, every time I went for a, if I was going somewhere with my mom, and we met a friend of hers or a relative on the street, oh, I actually sat down. I would just sit down, find a place for myself, and I'll sit, because I'll know it's another 30, 40 minutes. See? <laughs> while they talk and talk and talk. So anyway, our listeners, we hope you have had a good Friday and you will have an awesome weekend and hopefully next week. Everything will be there. We'll, we'll get this sorted. We've got a week to sort it out. But anyway, it was enjoyable just having a chat. And um, it's uh, we may just uh, put this into the short time for a good 15-minute chat instead of just because there's always lots of good stories to tell. Yes, and before we go, don't try to make or pick beer. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, and so um, we'll see you next week then. Is that right, June sister? Yes. And have fun tomorrow, those in New Plymouth, multi Thank you all for tuning in to Cool African Groove. And you can catch up with all the shows on the Access Radio Taranaki website, Access Media, NZ, and Apple Podcasts. A big thank you to the Ethnic Communities Development Fund for supporting the show. This time for Africa. This time for Africa. We're all Africa. We're all Africa. This show was made at Access Radio Taranaki with help from New Zealand On Air. To find more local content, go to www.accessradiotaranaki.com.